Shout Kibu Foundations. Kibu Foundations. I don't hear you. Shout Kibu Foundations. Kibu Foundations. So I want you to lend me your ears uh, so that we move together as I give uh, this lecture by the Holy Spirit. We are going to take our reading from the book of Psalms 11 from our subsection 1 down to 7. But the verse of our emphasis is going to be uh, verse 3. Evil foundations. Come on, somebody shout evil foundations. Evil foundations. The Bible reads, In the Lord I take refuge and put my trust. How can you say to me, flee like a bird to your mountain? For see, the wicked are painting the bow, they make ready their arrow upon the stream, that they in darkness may shoot at the upright in heart. Three, if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Or what has the righteous one wrought or accomplished? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyes taste and prove the children of man. The Lord tests and proves the righteous, but he so abodes the wicked and him who loves violence. Upon the wicked he will rain quick burning coals or snares, fire, brimstone, and a dreadful scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. Seven. For the Lord is rigidly righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face and he beholds the upright. The first of emphasis this morning is three. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do or what is the righteous wrote or accomplished? Come on, somebody shout, I am righteous. I don't hear you shout, I am righteous. I am righteous. So, we are going to be dealing with this uh, subject this morning, and I hope the Lord is going to help us to deal with these foundations from any angle, from the mother's side, from our father's side. We pray that the Holy Spirit may help us to deal with these foundations. There is one special mystery that except engaged with understanding, with knowledge, it is responsible for the supposed laxity as far as the manifestation of the hand of God is concerned over our lives and the lives of the believers. And this special mystery is the mystery of foundations. It's so much responsible for the laxity as far as the hand of the Lord is concerned as it rests to its manifestation, because our expectation is that God may manifest his hand over our lives, over our businesses, over our spiritual lives, and over everything that we do. But if we don't deal with foundations, the hand of God will seem as if it's very short. The Bible says, my hand is not short, that it may not reach you or save you, but the laxity on that is predicated on the mystery of foundations. And the challenge with the foundations is that they are always invisible and hidden. You will never see them, but they have got a lot of power and control over people's lives. 
And the Bible, in the book of Deuteronomy 32, subsection 22, it says, for a fire is kindled by my anger. That's God is speaking to his people. And it burns to the depths of Sheol, devours the earth with its increase, and sets on fire the foundations of the mountains. So, which means foundations need to be dealt with by the fire of the Holy Spirit. Second Samuel 22, 8, it says, Then the earth reeled and quaked, the foundations of the heavens trembled and shook, because God was angry. So sometimes when God is angry, we hear the Bible confirming that sometimes foundations they quake, and it brings fire upon the foundations. Second Samuel 22, 16 says, the channels of the sea were visible. The foundations of the world were uncovered at the rebuke of the Lord and the blast of the breath of his nostril. So the Bible is speaking of the foundations, that if the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? It does not say what will the people do. Even though they are righteous, these people that the Bible is speaking about, the Bible is saying that the time the foundations are destroyed, these people, number one, they will not accomplish a thing. Come on, somebody shout accomplishment. accomplishment. The Bible says, what can you accomplish, especially when the foundations are destroyed? So there are good foundations and there are demonic foundations. You understand that the Bible speaks of the pillars that make heavens, that righteousness, peace, and justice. These are the pillars from the foundations that make the heavens. The Bible in the book of Revelation speaks of the 12 pillars that represents the 12 tribes of Israel that makes up the New Jerusalem. So the foundation of the New Jerusalem becomes God. And the foundation of a Christian becomes God. But in as much as we are righteous, we are coming from a background. You have heard me saying that as long as you are born from a family, you must investigate or become an archaeologist to investigate the things that predate existence because there's always things that predate my existence, activities that predate my existence. And these activities are the ones that will lay a claim over my life. So in as much as I'm coming from Oxford, I've graduated with a doctorate and a master's, you'll find out that your life will be moving at a snail pace. Why? Because there is a story that predates our existence. We came in the middle of a story. We were born, the time we were born, but we came in the middle of a story. There are aunties and uncles that were there before you were there. There are great, great, great grandfathers that were there before you were there. So you came in the middle of a story. So you must know the story in which you were brought in the middle of. That's why even when the Bible is, is, is being written, we are brought in the middle of a story. The Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, which means it's a presupposition. And when we're speaking of a presupposition, we are speaking of a blessing time. The Bible is saying, in the beginning, God created, which means there are other activities that God was doing that were not given privilege to have understanding and knowledge of. And there are other um, creatures that were there so when now Moses is given the privilege to write the book of Genesis, he is writing the book of Genesis in the middle of a history and a story that was already there. Because God was already there, and he was living, and there was another world that was there. The Bible speaks of Lucifer being the angel of light, and being rebellious against God, 
the Bible speaks of the heavens of God. So when Moses is writing, he's writing the things that was given privilege to write. So when we are reading the book of Genesis, we must know that it started in the middle of a history of a story. Then you get to the book of Revelation, you understand that the Bible is ending with the beginning of a story. Where we are ending, the Bible is saying there will come a new Jerusalem, and the old Jerusalem shall pass, and John put a full stop there. So which means there is a story behind the every person's life. But the Bible now is saying this is a tragic, that if the foundations are broken, what will the righteous do? We thought because we are righteous. The foundations are not going to lay a claim of our lives. The Bible is not saying if the foundations are broken, what will the heathens do? It's not saying if the foundations are broken, what will witches do? It's not saying if the foundations are broken, what will evil people do? The Bible is saying that if the foundations are broken, what will the righteous do? So the people that will suffer and the people that are complaining are those that are righteous. The people that are feeling the pain and the fire of the foundations are those that are righteous. But I like most uh, David when he was writing, the first part of the book of Psalms 11, it gives us the place in which we are supposed to go and find our solutions. The Bible says, in the Lord, I take my refuge. How can you say to me, fleeing like a bird to your mountain? Then he's telling us some of the activities that happens when someone is not under the refugee of God, he's saying in the book of uh, Psalms 11, subsection 2, that for sin, the wicked are bending the bow, they make ready their arrow upon the string, and they in darkness may shoot at the upright. Then the tragedy comes on verse 3 that if the foundations are broken, what will the righteous do? And the Bible continues to say that what can they accomplish? For now, the Bible is telling us locating where God can be found. And on this location, it's giving us the prerequisites of the person that is allowed to enter into the place where he can find God. The Bible is saying that the Lord is in his holy temple, that's location, the throne of God or his throne is in heaven, his eyes behold his eyes test and prove the children of men. So if the Bible is saying that the Lord is in his holy temple, which means if I'm going to take refugee in the Lord, I must have a characteristic, a feature that equates the Lord that I want to access. The Bible is speaking of holy temple. So which means I must be holy for me to take refugee before God. So holiness becomes one of the weapons that can deal with foundations. The Bible, in the book of, uh, same book of Psalms uh, 24, it says that the earth is the Lord's, the world and those that dwell in it. Who can ascend to the hills of the Most High God? Ye, who has got a pure heart and clean hands. So the Bible is telling us the type of the person who can ascend. The Bible is saying, who can ascend? into the yin or into the temple of the Most High God, he who has got a pure heart, clean hands, he who is not sown deceitfully unto the idols. These are the features of the one that can be given acceptance into the Holy Temple, which means this Holy Temple cannot be given acceptance or cannot be given access 
to every person because they are righteous. But there are features that you must portray, that you must exhibit for you to enter into the Holy Temple. So when David is writing, he starts by trying to find out and figure out the ultimate honor of the earth. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's sin. So which means there was a contention over the earth. There was a contention over ownership of this earth. So David, when he's coming now, he's saying the condition must be put to rest. The earth is the Lord's, the world and those that were in it, which means the resources, they are God's, the people, they are God's, the land mass is God's. Then he's coming and saying, who can ascend me to the hills of the Most High God, to the place where one can access God? Then we are given features and prerequisites of the one that can be given acceptance to enter into the holy place. Am I talking about in this place? Amen. So what is a foundation? A very important word. Foundations and a foundation it simply means a place of origin. Foundation, it means the starting point of every person, starting point of every work. That's foundation. Architecturally, foundation, it means the Lord-bearing part of a building. The Lord-bearing part of this building, that's the foundation. Usually, that Lord-bearing part is not visible. So which means when we are in this building, we can't see the foundation, but you understand that the foundation is the one that has got more power and leverage is getting less to this building. So those that are building skyscrapers, they put much money and material on the foundation. After that, we bury that foundation. So the deeper and the dexterity the foundation is, that's how strong the building becomes. If you see a building having cracks, don't deal with the cracks. You've got to go down to the foundation. The problem is with the foundation. That's why if you build a house or anything, you'll find out that a lot of millions, they are buried under the foundation. It's, it's, they are not visible. And some few millions and thousands are put to build and to put a structure. So when you want to build maybe a five-story building, most of the millions you are going to lose on the foundations. Most of the material, the steel reinforcement, you are going to lose it on the foundation. And the most difficult and painful part about the foundation is that when the foundation is closed, it will seem like you've done nothing. You need to start now to build. So that's the Lord-bearing party of a building. Am I talking about this place? Yeah. So when the Bible now talks about foundation, he, 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 he is talking about the starting point of a man, starting point of my life. That is the, the place where I should put a lot of effort to deal with. As I once told you of a certain lady, I think last year, that she wanted a child so much and she could not give birth. And she went to a certain river and she met with a man. After she met with a man who was old, the man said, let's make a deal, let's have a covenant. So that I give you a child, but when the child is 21 years old, I want you to bring the child back to me because there are things that we want to do to the child. And the story goes that this woman conceived, she gave birth to this child who was so beautiful. When the child was 21 years old, this woman said, This old man is already dead. There's, I can't take you to that river. And she only 
this, but she didn't understand that the foundation of the conception and pregnancy was predicated on the covenant that she had made with this old man. And at 21, old men that came to propose that little beautiful girl, their life could be messed up. You are a God-fearing righteous man, you go to propose marriage, you lose your job. You go to propose marriage, you get into an accident. Things that are so mysterious started to happen to people around that little girl. Until your mom said, I remember what I had done. I did not go to honor the covenant that I made with an old man some years, 21 years ago. So, which means the foundations are around the person's life. You lose things without knowledge. People around you, sometimes destiny connectors, they don't come to connect you at the right time. Sometimes you work so hard, but you don't achieve things as you work so hard because of foundations. And I think it's happening in this place. So, this foundation now, they need to be engaged. The Bible says, in thee, O Lord, I trust and I take my refugee. So, the only place where we can find solutions, the only place where we can find answers as it relates to foundations is taking refugee in the Lord. When we make a God our refugee, now we are starting somewhere. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. That's why the Bible says if you are in Christ, the old habits, the old life, the old nature, the old characters are passing. Now the new man comes to you, which means you are talking of a new foundation. The Bible speaking of the blood that speaks better than the blood of Abel, the blood of Jesus Christ, which means when I come through salvation to Christ through the Holy Spirit, I am now taken, uprooted from the foundations where I'm coming from, then I am planted and plunged into the foundation of Jesus Christ, which means the old man, the old bloody that used to speak against me will not speak. The voice of that blood is silenced. Why? Because of the new foundation that I found in Jesus Christ. So when we come to Jesus Christ, we are not only coming because we are coveting the blessings that come to Jesus, but we are coveting the foundation that is few. Am I talking about in this place? In Matthew 7, 24, Jesus Christ is teaching his disciples and he's giving a narrative about these foundations. The Bible, when Jesus Christ was teaching, he was teaching on the dexterity of the foundations. The place in which you can put your building is very important than the building itself. Jesus Christ is saying to his disciples, there were two men that built houses. So the common thing about these men was that they built. But the difference is that the other one built his house on the rock, and the other one built his house on sand. Jesus Christ said, then the rain came and the wind came. When the rain came, the one who had built his house on the sand, the house was destroyed by the wind. The house was destroyed by the storms. And said, There is the one that has built the house upon the rock. When the wind, the same wind that blew against this house came to this house that was built upon the rock, Jesus Christ said, The house was strong. So it doesn't matter the material that you put on your house. What matters is the foundation. Where is the foundation? Am I talking to somebody in this place? So it doesn't matter how much I pray. It doesn't matter how much I fast. What matters is the foundation. Where I'm coming from. And this foundation, they don't respect your spirituality and your position in Christ. 
Either you are an apostle, you are a bishop, a prophet, a pastor, a singer, this foundation will always lay a claim over your life. You need to deal with the foundation first before you move. God is saying unto Gideon, Gideon, I put you in the ministry, but I want you to go back and deal with the foundation in your father's house. Why? Because if you don't deal with these foundations, they are going to lay a claim over you. You are going to become a leader, Gideon, but there are foundations that you need to deal with. So regardless of the material that you put upon your house, regardless of the investments and the sacrifices in the house of God, regardless of the service that you give to Jesus, if the foundations are broken and are faulty, they are going to bring faulty results in your life. So Jesus Christ is saying to the disciples, when you build what you build, you got to establish those things upon the foundations. Come on, somebody shout foundations. So faulty spiritual foundations and faulty prophetic and spiritual implications. If I am on a faulty spiritual foundation, those foundations bring a faulty prophetic and spiritual foundation. So a prophecy is given out to me that out of you, a nation is going to come out. Why? Because there are foundations that are speaking against my life. Those nations will not come out, and when they come out, they become faulty nations. Why? Because of faulty foundations. That's why you find out that God wants to raise Abraham, and he's saying unto Abraham, can I bring this to you? And he's saying unto Abraham, I'm about to do a new thing with your life. But I want you to leave Babylon, Mesopotamia, Chaldeans of the Uru, then go to the place in which I'm going to show you. Does it mean that God is made hostage with the foundations? No. Does it mean God is made hostage with the situations? No. God will bless you in the middle of witches. But God realizes one thing that if I bless Abraham, while Abraham is in Babylon, in Mesopotamia, there was going to be too much of Babylon that will claim Abraham after some years. Why? Because the blessing that I've released, Abraham is still in the foundations and under the auspices of Babylon. So there was going to be too much of Babylon in Abraham, yet I want to make him a father to many nations. So God is saying to Abraham, go to the place in which I'm going to bless you so that when I list a blessing of my life, there's not going to be too much of the foundation from where you're coming from. You read about Abraham, you understand he's born in a family that was in idolism. His father, Terah, was the highest priest of idolism in Babylon, Mesopotamia. His brother, Nao, he was a commercial distributor of idols in Babylon. So he's born in that family, and after his father, now he's the one who's supposed to take over from these people. And God is saying, I want to deal, and I want to do something with your life. I want to take you out from that place of foundations. And I want to establish you to a foundation that's better than the foundation. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. Better than the foundation in which you're coming from. And the Bible says, he took him from that place and placed him in memory. He passed, he passed through Ops of Moray. He passed through the places that he passed through until he established himself upon the Ops of Mamre. The Bible says that's when God came and visited Abraham. That was after 15 years, God spoke to Abraham. Then he came back to Abraham and said, Now I'm about to bless you. I want to make you the father to many nations. 
But you understand that within Abraham, formations are still speaking. One particular day, Abraham he went to Egypt to hide. The Bible says he met Abimelech and he was afraid because Abimelech was a despotic king. A king that does not fear people. And he lied that Sarah was his sister. Then the formation started to speak. Am I talking somewhere in this place? Then after some years, Isaac came to that particular place at the same time. So for you to know that there is a foundation in your life, you must check it by the reputation of patterns in your life. That's when you can, because in a family, there are families in which women feed men. No matter how much I work so hard as a man, it takes a woman to feed a man. That's a pattern. So you check your sister, your brother, your auntie, your uncle. These are the patterns that follow the family. Am I correct? To settle this place. You find out that we all went to school, but we cannot get good jobs. These are patterns. You find out that we all fear God, but we are always attacked by demons. In this area, you find the area in which the devil fights. So you can check and find out that there is a fault foundation in your life. If without prophecy, I can know that there is a fault foundation. I may make deals that gives me thousands and thousands of dollars. Then after a week, I don't have that money. My brother can make another deal of thousands and thousands that even people can speak about those thousands, but after some months, those thousands, they just vanish into thin air. Then your uncle had buses and shops. After some years, those buses and shops, they vanished into thin air. Am I talking somebody in this place? Then your father was known as a great man wherever you go in your village, in your community, he was a great man, he worked for the government. But you look at him, he has got nothing to show for it. Thus becomes a pattern. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. You work so hard, but what you produce, the Bible says, if the foundations are broken, what can the Christian, the righteous do? What can they accomplish? Sometimes our failure to accomplish things is not because of the devil, but it's because of the foundations in which we are coming from. So which means this morning we need to deal with foundations from my mother's side, from my father's side. All these foundations should be dealt with. Am I talking somebody in this place? Amen. I said, am I talking somebody in this place? Amen. So these foundations will always speak negatively against our lives. Most believers don't understand that the reign of the Spirit of God defines modus operandi. If you are going to actualize your potential, if you are going to succeed and walk in victories and excellence, now you must honor those operations and modus operandis in which the whole spirit operates. It doesn't matter that you came to Christ some years ago. There are things that will always speak against your life and my life. Am I talking to somebody in this place? There are foundations that need to be dealt with this afternoon. Amen. That's why you can wish for a good life. You can wish for a good uh, spiritual life, wish to have a business, wish to have money. You will die in the wishing realm if you don't deal with foundations. But these foundations are invisible, but they've got the demonic implications of our lives. You cannot touch, you cannot see them. It takes the Holy Ghost to help you now to start to figure out what happened in my life and where am I getting it wrong? 
So by the reason of the Holy Ghost this afternoon, will I pray that the Holy Spirit may help us to deal with all these foundations. And if you find a foundation that's faulty and broken, you need to deal with it. You need to obliterate it and replace it with the proper foundation. So which means in my life, if there's a foundation of poverty, in my life there's a foundation of uh, anti-marriage, I must in fact destroy that foundation, then I build a new foundation in the Lord. Am I talking to somebody in this place? So you don't need to fix that foundation which is broken. You, you don't need to mend it, you need to destroy it literally, then you start to build a new foundation. That's why God said unto Abraham, that I'm going to bring nations out of you and I'm going to bless you with a child. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Then when time passed on, Abraham failed to hold on and to cling to the promises of God. Then Sarah said unto Abraham, Take Hagar, my servant, and have a nation through Hagar. They were building a foundation that had spiritual and prophetic implication. And the Bible says Abraham took Hagar and they gave back to Ishmael, who became a faulty foundation to the plan and promises of God. Then after some years, Isaac now came, who was the foundation of God. Then the Bible says, then they later chased Ishmael, but God came unto Abraham and said unto Abraham, because Ishmael is coming from you, you shall be a nation too. You may chase him, he's not going to be nomadic. It's not going to be an entity, but it's going to be a nation. And today, right now, there is an implication that is prophetic. You find out that there is fighting between people in Palestine and people in Israel. These are brothers that are fighting. And this battle can only be put away by God. That's why they've been fighting, and what they are fighting, it belongs to their enemy. If they are fighting against the Gaza Strip, according to history, you understand that Gaza Strip, where it's located, that's where Abraham set his first altar when God blessed Abraham. So they are fighting for that which belongs to their enemy. So this is bringing now a national problem to the people of today. But Abraham failed to deal with the foundations from of old. Amen talking to somebody in this place. As powerful and mighty God is, when he wanted to deal with sin, he didn't only deal with sin by pushing sin out of the world and rebuking sin out of men. He could have done that because he's mighty. Am I talking to in this place? He's powerful. He could have dealt with the devil when the devil rebelled against God. He, he could have come and rebuked sin and said, sin, go to shield, go to hell. But he understood that if I'm going to deal with this foundational problem that was brought by Lucifer, I must adhere to the modus operandi of the Spirit. And the Bible says he had to bring Jesus Christ, his son, the only begotten son, so that he may undo demonic foundations, so that he established now spiritual foundations. So in me and you, we are children of God, as powerful as we are. There are things that we are not going to cancel and cast out. We need to invest ourselves. Then we need to deal with those foundations, which means we cannot cast out foundations, but foundations, they need to be dealt with if our lives are going to be well. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. I said, am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. So for the dark places, the Bible says, for the dark places of the earth, 
are a habitation of poverty. So if you don't know anything about your life and the things that is propelled and things that are sponsoring the foundations in your life, you are going to experience poverty of life. You are going to wish that God must touch me and God must visit me and God is like, we're going to visit you until you deal with the foundations. Come on, somebody say, every foundation in my life. Every foundation in my life. Break and scatter. Break and scatter. That's why if you read in the book of Joshua, chapter 6, subsection 34, the Bible speaks of Joshua. The Bible says, after they dealt with Jericho, they dealt with the Jericho to the foundation of Jericho. After they did that, Joshua proclaimed the prophetic word and said, whoever is going to rebuild the foundations of Jericho, is going to do that at the expense of his firstborn. And whoever is going to touch the gates of his foundations, is going to do that at the expense of his second child. The Bible says, after he spoke that, that is a prophetic indication in the life of anyone who was going to touch that foundation. Because Jericho's foundation was faulty, so it needed to be annihilated, it needed to be destroyed. What shows you that Jericho was faulty and it was a demonic foundation, not only a blanket, is because after they destroyed Jericho, they did not occupy Jericho. After destroying Jericho, they did not take over Jericho, they went on to the promised land. Then the Bible now, after 700 years, the Bible in the book of 1 Kings, chapter 17, subsection 34, the Bible says, in the days of Ahabu, it speaks of Ahabu from 32, 33, 34, that Ahabu was an evil king. And Ahabu did not respect God. Ahabu established demonic and satanic altars that brought demonic foundations to Israel. Then the Bible says, in the days of Ahabu, there was a man by the name Hill, he had two sons, and he got to a place and a project in, and said, I want to establish the foundations and to build the foundations of this Jericho because it was desolate for about 700 years. Am I talking somebody this place? The Bible says that the moment he touched the first brick trying to establish this demonic and satanic foundations, his first born Abiram died. You, you, you may be Abraham in that family. You start to feel things going wrong in your life. You don't know what's happening, but there's someone who is entered in the foundation. Abraham did not die overnight. Things they started to get messed in his life, started to feel pain in his body, started to lose things in his life. But he does not know what has transpired. But then he has touched a demonic foundation. The Bible says because he was ignorant to history ignorant to the prophetic world. The Bible says he continued to build. Then after establishing the foundation of Jericho, he then continued to touch the gates of Jericho. When he touched the gates of Jericho, his second born died. So you see the implications of foundations. The Bible says he went unto the prophet of God, Elisha, and said, I'm losing family. What's happening with my life? And Elisha prophesied unto hell that when you touch this a prophetic word that was blessed but that word was carrying a curse you were not supposed to touch any foundation that has to do with this particular place that's why your children are dying so there are foundations that our elders touched that our elders established 
that are laying a claim of our lives. You try to take 10 steps forward. You see yourself taking two steps backwards. Why? Because of these foundations. Can I prophesy like a affinity? What offense did Abiram do? Nothing. What offense did his brother Sehu did? Nothing. They just died over somebody who touched a demonic and a fault foundation. So some of you and you and me, we can say, but we have done nothing. We have touched no blood. But we are under some foundations that are controlling our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. amen. That's why Deuteronomy 18, verse 9 to 12 says that when you enter the land, God now giving them now a prophetic word so that they may not touch things that do not belong to them and things that do not venerate God. God said that you must be excellent not to do abomination. Come on, somebody shout abomination. abomination. Don't do abomination of the land. Verse 10, God said, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that uses divination, or that observes time, or enchanter, or which. Verse 11, the Bible says, or a charmer. Among you, I don't need a charmer. Because you are going to build demonic foundations. And God said unto them, I don't need consultants. Those that are going to consult familiar spirits. It's God that is giving them now a prescription. So that they may not be controlled by demonic foundations. Or anyone who is going to consult a wizard or a necromancer. And God said, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations... The Bible says, the Lord that God will drive you away before himself. So you must understand now that the power of foundations are predicated on the secrets that they have. Those people that have established foundations will not want you and me to know. So the secrets of those foundations are the ones that powers the foundations. In every family, there's a foundation. In every region, there are foundations that controls regions. There's a foundation that controls a nation like South Africa alone. There's a foundation that controls Namibia and Botswana alone. And there are foundations now that controls regions. There are foundations that controls provinces. When you're in a certain province, you are under a subjected and a certain foundation. And from within a province, there are foundations that control societies and communities. Where you're coming from, that community, and from the community, there are foundations that controls families. From family, families, there are foundations that controls a personal life. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. So you must understand now that when foundations are operating in your life, then victor whatever you do, you may try to work so hard, but they victor what you do. You may try to invest in, but they always victor what you do. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. That's why God said unto the Israelites, as you are going to the place in which I'm going to show you, I want you to worship me. Don't intermarry because the people that you are going to intermarry with, these are people that are sold to demonic foundations. Whoever is going to do that, I'm going to drive them away from me. Can I talk to somebody in Pretoria Amen. that don't be ignorant of the foundations in your life? Amen. When you see repetitive patterns happening in your life from January to December, 
you cannot move from a certain income. There is a threshold when it comes to income-wise. Not that there is a foundation speaking against your life. You must focus sometimes in life. You must hold other thousand at once. Not in this and this. Am I talking to somebody in this place? You must at one time hold 200,000 at once, not in bits and pieces. So when you see yourself not holding thousands of money at once, know that it's a pattern and it needs to be dealt with. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Finding friends, people that always betrays you. After you get this friend, this friend betrays you. You get another friend, and this friend betrays you. Not that there's a foundation that is operating, not in your friend's life, but in your life. So whatever is happening in my externality, whatever is happening around me, is an indication and a picture of foundations that are happening in my life. You get into a marriage, you a relationship, and the person promises to marry you. When you're about to get to the days and weeks of marriage, the person disappears and the other one comes again disappears. The problem is not only with the ones that are disappearing, but the problem again is with me. So it's a podcast in my life. That why are these things happening in my life? That's why you understand that Hebrew history is one of the most religious history because whenever they are narrating their history to their children, they narrate from the forefathers. Abraham did ABCD. He lied. He married many women. Then they said, cancel and break that system. They go unto Isaac and find the fault of Isaac. Then they, 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 they tell and teach their children to deal with those faults. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Then they go unto Jacob and they say, Jacob did ABCD. Deal with these things. From Jacob, they go unto all the twelve tribes that Reuben did a visiting Levi. When Levi came, Levi, he went with his other brothers and they fought against the Shechemites, killed and annihilated the Shechemites, Reuben and Judah. And the same cattle, the spirit of king, then they cancel. They go down to Dan, they go down to Gate, and say that Gate took the priesthood that was not supposed to be his. And God annihilated and pushed him away. You need to pray that God may push you back to him. So when the children are growing up from two years, three years, up to the time they go to the university, they are so conversant about the history. The problem with our fathers, they will never tell us of the errors and the mistakes that they did. They will always tell us of the progresses in their life. They will always tell us about their victories. That at school, I used to be bright and brilliant. They don't tell you that they used to be teachers at school. Am I talking to somebody in this place? Amen. They tell you that at my workplace, I used to be the most competent worker. They don't tell you that they used to take things without permission from their work or bosses. So you start to find out that there are things that start to happen in life. And these things, when they're happening, you don't even know. Why are these things happening? Sometimes you want to laugh. But you feel like hating and you don't know why is this thing happening. There's a foundation. You feel like I want to give, I want to work for them, for the for God. But sometimes you feel like no, when you you've got the money, you feel like no, it belongs to you. You don't even know what's happening in your life. So when you are dealing now with the history of the Hebrews and Jewish history, it's one of the most richest. Why? Because I deal with all the faulty orders and foundations that are speaking against my life. 
So they go unto Abraham and say, Abraham, you know, he was married to Sarah. He slept with Hagar, then he married Keturah. So your father Abraham, he don't delight. He did not have one wife. He had three wives. So when they are dealing now with these things, they start to break the spirit of polygamy. Am I talking to somebody in this place? After that, that's when you find out that there was a foundational pattern in the life of Abraham. He thought Abraham was the blessed of God. He thought Abraham was the man after God's heart. God said, he's my friend. One man that God said, he's my friend. The Bible says that all the children that came after Abraham, they went and passed through the same problems of foundations because they are coming from forty foundations. So the Bible speaks of Isaac. When Isaac came into the picture, he was doomed by his wife, Rebecca. And the Bible says when Isaac blessed him, he thought that he was blessing Israel, yet he was doomed and manipulated to bless Jacob. When Jacob took, took the blessing, he became a manipulator, a deceiver, a supplanter, and a thief. Now Jacob is going to Badal Aran. Who is in Badal Aran? His uncle is in Badal Aran, Laban. The Bible says when Jacob went to Badal Aran, he worked so hard, but he could not accomplish anything in Badal Aran. He worked for nearly 21 years with nothing of his own until one day he said unto Laban, Enough is enough. You got to give me what belongs to me. Can I preach to somebody in this place? Amen. And the Bible says that Jacob said unto Laban, because of my presence in your house, I've made you to prosper. Which means the blessing that was upon Jacob was being enjoyed by Laban because of a fault foundation. Uh, can I prophesy like a spirit? That's why at the workplace you work so hard. But the people that are eating crosses are your bosses and the people that are not in the field. So now Jacob, when he wanted to marry, the Bible says he wanted to marry and his father-in-law Abban gave him Leah instead of Rachel. And I tell you something in this place. Then he went for more seven years before, before for Rachel. I prophesy you are not going to work so hard. The Bible says after he went for Rachel, I want to show you the foundations, how they operate. The wife that he loved the most, Rachel, could not give him a child. The one that he hated it was the one that was giving birth. The Bible says Rachel took some time to give birth. And you look at Sarah. Sarah, the mother-in-law of Rachel, could not give birth. Why? Because it's a foundational pattern that is happening. So the father was manipulated. Now Jacob is being manipulated. He's coming from a foundation where he took his brother's blessing and he thought that he's hidden. He did not even narrate this story to anybody. He thought that he's going to hide in Badan Aran. But the spirit that was foundational followed Jacob. Whatever you could put, Laban could take. Can I prophesy like a friend? And the Bible says, when Rachel could not give birth, Jacob prayed unto God, and God blessed the Rachel. After Rachel, the Bible speaks of the sons of Jacob. Most of them, they were under that demonic and spiritual foundation. The Bible says, when Jacob went back to his brother, he was afraid that Esau was going to destroy him to kill him. And the Bible says, he gave Esau 
some gifts, eh? and death is some blessings, and send unto me so, because I'm coming back in peace. I want you to take my servants and my wife. I want you to take my livestock, the adults, because I'm coming in peace. I know that what I did was wrong. And the Bible says when Esau received the blessings and gifts, he then hugged and kissed his brother. But the foundation is spiritual. The Bible says his children now, they gained up against him when he was of old. Then they took their brother Joseph. Then they put him in a pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites. They might took him to somebody in this place. And the Bible says when they went back home, they took Joseph's jacket of many colors that his father had given him. And the father asked the brothers what transpired. And the brothers said, they came lions, they came creatures where we were. And your child was eaten, we managed to retrieve the jacket. The Bible says Jacob wept. And when Jacob wept, he wept over a child who was still alive. So they had to gain against Jacob. Why? Because Jacob was a deceiver. Mind you, he might be somebody in this place. And they later sold Joseph to Egypt. This becomes foundational. Can I prophesy like a friend? What are you passing through as a child of God? Are there any trajectories in your life? What are you putting on the ground? Are you getting the things that correlates with things that you put on the ground? If you find out that you are putting 100 and are getting 30 as a produce, there is a foundation that is speaking against your life. You invest much in prayer and fasting, but still it's like you are not receiving the results and the process of fasting. Watch, there is a foundation. The Bible says if the foundations are broken, what can the righteous do? If the foundations are broken, what do a prayer warrior do? So regardless of your position, in the spirit, you get to go back and search. You must become a spiritual archaeologist and start to check things that try to transpire in life. All the things that are negative, correct them by the reason of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says when the Holy Spirit is come, he shall guide you in all truth. So my, my, my confidence is in the Holy Spirit that because I have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost is going to help me and guide me and start to show me where the foundations are broken. So when these foundations are broken, if you don't deal with them, they are going to deal with your children. Can I prophesy like a spirit? So foundations must be broken. That's why I once told you about America, that in America, that's where missionaries came from, people of the gospel came from. They left their children coming to Africa, going to Asia, and the devil grew up with their children. And they became people that were diabolical because they could not preach the gospel foundations. Their gospel was the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel of good news. But I'm here to prophesy into life that foundations are issue. These are not only things that we can speak about spiritually, they need to be dealt with. Can I prophesy like a spiritual? I want to prophesy to somebody here that no matter what you are going through, God has given us the power. God has given us the anointing. That's why Isaiah 10, 27 says that it shall come to pass in that year that his burden shall be lifted off your shoulder. And the yokes of the devil shall be taken off and broken 
promises. Can I prophesy like a surety? What are you passing through? Any demonic and satanic foundation from your village. As I prophesy and preach, it has no longer the power of a life. It must lose you, it must lose your business. Every generational foundation that is speaking against my life. We prophesy and we break it by the power of the Holy Spirit. That's why if you check our history, you find out that our forefathers, they buried people alive. And when those people were being buried, they said that your children that are going to come, they are going to be worse than death. That's why in your life, when you look at it, what you think and what you desire, things that are upon your resolutions, are not the things that you are actualizing. Devil, lose the church of God. It does not have power over our life. Can I prophesy like a fruit? That's why Ezekiel says that our fathers, they ate sour grapes, and our teeth were set on age. But the Bible says every man is going to stand with his own faults. I'm not going to be put under the predication of my father's faults. Whatever my death did is not going to lay a claim over my life. I am a new creature in the Lord. If you are in Christ, you are a new creature. Behold, the old habits have passed. I now find my foundations in the Lord. Can I prophesy like a spirit? My foundations are in Jesus Christ and are in the Spirit. Can I talk to somebody in this place? You are saying, Man of God, I've tried everything in life, but it seems like I'm not going anywhere. I've tried to engage different people in my life. But it seems like my engagements are not giving me results. There is a problem of foundations in my life. You got to rise up as a child of God and say enough is enough. I've been quiet devil yesterday. I have led you to judge and control my life. But not today. You got to lose my family. You got to lose my life. You got to lose my business. Any foundation that I did not put in place in place, it must be broken. I am a child of God, born of the blood. The blood of my family will not speak against me. I apply the blood of Jesus over my life. That's why God said unto Moses that when I see the blood, I shall pass. When the foundation sees the blood, they are not going to touch your life. When the devil sees the blood of Jesus, it's not going to touch your life. I prophesy that you are not subjected, subjugated under upon the foundations of your family. I may be coming from the child oakers, but I'm not subjected under their orders. I carry a better altar, Jesus Christ. Can I prophesy like a fate? Any demonic foundation, I prophesy the fire of God. What are you and who are you on the mountain before Zerubbabel? You shall be level forty, not by mighty, not by power, but by the spirit of Yeshua, what are you all foundation in my family? You got to be labeled fluently, not by might, not by power, but by God's spirit. Is there any artillery foundation in your life? What are you, your foundation of artillery? You shall be labeled fluently. Jesus Christ died for me. When he died for me, he died for my energy. So your foundation lost my life. Can I prophesy like a fate? Your foundation of poverty lacking. You, the spirit of God is upon you, your foundation. I 
judge you by the word of God. I judge you by the Holy Ghost. Can I prophesy like a fidelity? Can I prophesy every foundation in your life? I see it being put into dusty right now. Can I prophesy like a fidelity? Any satanic foundation go down to dusty. Any switchcraft, necromancer foundation speaking against my life, against my business. My prophecy is in the name of Jesus Christ, as I am in this year 2023, I'm not going to subject it under the auspice of demonic foundations. I rise up in Jesus Christ. The Bible says, When the Son of Man shall be lifted up, he shall draw many unto himself. I have been drawn unto Jesus Christ. If there were any condemnation in my life, why? Because of demonic and faulty foundations. The Bible says there is no condemnation to those that are in Jesus Christ. Why? Because the Holy Spirit has delivered us. I prophesy over your life. Let the Holy Spirit deliver you from necromancer foundation, from demonic and satanic foundation. Let let God deliver my family from satanic and demonic foundations. The Bible says, In thee, O Lord, I put my trust. In thee, O Lord, I keep myself. And the Bible says, The wicked ones, they have prepared their bow against my life. They have prepared arrows against my business. Why? Because of the foundations in which I'm coming from. That's why David said, In thee, O Lord, you Child of God, each and every time when you feel like there is a foundation speaking against your life, and say, In the old Lord, I put my trust and I take my vertigo. And then we say, How can you say to me, You got to flee to the mountain like a bed? And then we say that for seeing the wound, they are putting the ball, they make ready their arrow upon the string that they may lay in that. So that they may shoot to the righteous and to the upright. If there is any demonic arrow, the devil is shooting projected from your mother's side, from your father's side. I stand by the authority of the word. That arrow is not going to attack you, it's not going to put you down, it's not going to destroy you. That's why Apostle Paul says, You get to take the shield of faith against any demonic satanic and they will say to the wicked ones they are prepared to shoot to the righteous you are the righteousness of Jesus Christ can I prophesy like a spirit they will say if the foundations are broken what will the righteous do what can they accomplish in your life after this service you are going to accomplish things why because God is in our sight the devil has been defeated the power of my life. Therefore, and your mothers, you are defeated this morning. Can I prophesy like a virgin? The Bible says the Lord is in his holy temple. Come on, son, shout the Lord. is in his holy temple. And the Bible says the Lord throne is in heaven. His eyes behold over the righteous. I get to prophesy over your life that the eyes of God are upon your life. That's why he said, I'm not blind that I cannot see. My hands are not shut that I cannot save you. God is about to save your child of God. And the Bible says, God 
God who is wicked in your flesh is the exalted violence that you are passing through. The Bible says God's eyes are upon your life. Can I prophesy like a spirit? For the Lord is righteous. Come on, somebody shout. The Lord is righteous. He loves that righteous deeds are upright. I can I prophesy like a spirit. The righteousness of Jesus is my portion. I may be coming from a demonic and satanic spirit, but I carry the righteousness of God. Therefore, cannot let a claim over my life. I'm reminded of Joshua the high priest. The Bible says he had come from captivity, but he did not take off the clothes of captivity. And the devil went out to God and said, Because of this cross, God, Joshua belongs to me. And God said unto the devil, Devil, look my servant. The Joshua that you are looking at, he is like a branch that is plucked from the fire. And God said, Joshua is mine. Can I prophesy like a spirit? God is saying that you are mine. The devil cannot touch you and cannot claim you. The devil cannot have legal right over your life. Foundations are not going to speak against your life. If there is any satanic catalyst foundation that the devil is built against your life, I'm rising up by raising my anointed hands. And I am not true with the anointing of God's spirit. Can I prophesy like a spirit? You foundation lose my family, lose my life, lose my person, lose my vision, lose my business, lose my education. You are excelling and you are going forward. Can I prophesy like a spirit? Come on, can you stand your feet right now? We want to pray like the satanic and holy foundations in our lives. Say, I decree and I declare. Yes, I pray right now. Yes, satanic and demonic foundation. Working against my life. Working against my business. Break and scatter right now. Break and scatter right now. Say, I decree and I declare. Is that prophesied right now? Is that a foundation? Speaking against my destiny, speaking against my life, break and scatter right now. So if I prophesy, I am under God. The righteousness of God is upon my life. Say, I decree and I declare, in this, O Lord, my refugee. Say, I prophesy, O Lord, my God, you are my fortress, you are my buckler, you are my shield, you are my protector, you are my covering, you are my mantle, you are my action. Say, as I prophesy right now. Any water from nation in my family, I pray in a scatter. Say, as I pray right now, any witchcraft foundation operating in my family, I judge you right now. I judge you right now. Say, any commencer foundation in my family controlling my life. The life of my siblings, 
the life of my children, my destiny. I break in my scatter. Say, I decree night again. Any black foundation speaking negatively against my life, against my destiny. As I pray, you black second demon that has established a foundation in my life. I break I scatter. I decree. I decree. Any of my family member who has laid a foundation that is faulty. If I pray, I expose you. Say, I decree. I declare any implication. That is prophetic, that is demonic, that is satanic, because of evil foundations. If I pray, I correct any error in any wrong innocence. If I pray right now, any solid foundation that is double. Open it to my family. I break you into dust. I break you into dust. I decree. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost be upon every foundation. Let the foundation bear. Let the bear. Let the bear. I want you to put your hands together and start to make declarations over those foundations. Come on, somebody. You can do better. Shantelele Sato. Gayanelele Sato. Kamari Ato. Shanto Compre Eto Lima Soja Compre Tanamahaso. Shabre Eto Compre Sejali Compre Ato. Shaman Tanama Sato Tanamari Ato. Yatoma Preto Hoste Shombre Tanamari Ato. Shake Ato Proseja. Dealing with any satanic and demonic foundation, break them right now. Shepherd of the Capro Soja Libra Atto, Antimeric Foundation, let them break, let them break, let them break, let them break, let them break. Foundation that are responsible for your leg. We break them right now, we break them right now. Foundations that are responsible for any form of sickness and disease in your family, let them break right now, let them break right now, let them break right now, let them break right now. Let them break right now, right now, right now, right now. Come on, somebody, declare right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, we prophesy any demonic, satanic, necromancer, witchcraft foundation, operating in our families, break right now, scatter. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, foundations that are causing you to suffer, to be rejected. As you pray right now, let them break. In the name of Jesus Christ, come on, somebody, you can do better. Foundation that causes its Jericho in life. We are liberated, we are liberated right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, separate You know, foundations, patterns in life that are not consistent to your prayer life, patterns that are not consistent to your fasting life, patterns that are not consistent to your spiritual life. Let them break and scatter right now, patterns that are not consistent to what you desire. The Bible says, and not the plans that are held to wait your life. Plans to give you peace, a future, an expected end. Any pattern that is not constant.
consistent to your future. Break right now, scatter in the name of Jesus Christ. Any pattern that is not consistent to your decrease and declarations, you got to break it. Shadow break, let break out to go break into. Shadow break, take it and let it out. 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 Shadow break, take it